What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, the Bitty Bastard here, tapping in live once again over here from your boy's backyard. Today, we got a special guest tapping in, no other than my sergeant from the 8 to 4 Montefiore Hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. My man, he's introduced as Lee Slick Williams. Slee, what's going on, man? What's Tap going in. on, bro? Everything's good. How everybody doing out there in the tri-state area? What's going on? What's going on, Lee? So, yeah, like I said, he's my sergeant for the 8 to 4 here in the hospital of Montefiore down in the Bronx. Lee, so let him know. What is it that you do over here uh, in the hospital? Well, right now, currently, a security supervisor here for over, like, 15 years, you know, in Montefiore. You know, this place changed a lot, you know. Due to the COVID-19 situation here, you know, it put a little strain on us. But, you know, we're doing what we got to do over here. All right. All right. So, you said you was here for 15 years, right? Yes, sir. Uh, within this 15 years, have you ever, ever seen anything like this? Nah, I never seen nothing like this, man. I feel sorry for these doctors and nurses. I actually see close friends of mine that doctors and nurses actually look afraid and scared to take care of some of these patients. And, you know, to see it look like that, it makes me feel a certain way as well. And not only that, coming here day to day doing our service on the front line, you know, we got close employees and friends and family that's probably passing away from this COVID-19. So, you know, it's really, really, really a scary situation. Now, I hear that. I hear that. So being that we, you're on the front line with your team here, security department, and being a supervisor, mm -hmm. uh, from the aspect of uh, working here 15 years, dealing with two types of uh, pandemics, but not as serious. Uh, back then in 2014, mm -hmm. we dealt with the Ebola virus. Now we're dealing with what they call the coronavirus. What's your thoughts about this coronavirus? What what what's what's your aspect on it? Man, it's, it's a sad situation, brother. I mean, you know, I come to work every day, you know, fearful for my life. But you know, at the end of the day, I know we need to be here to help the most needed. You know, friends and families we know who family got COVID nineteen. You know, this is a time. I feel like everybody needs to stick together, rather whatever race, whatever situation you're going through, because this is something that the world, we've never seen this before. You know, people just dying less than a week. And um, I felt sorry for Montefiore because, you know, we got hit hard. People came here, we used to have, it's probably like 100 patients. We had like 300 patients here checking in, you know, with great concerns because of this pandemic. And um, I just, just, you know, Pray to God every day that, you know, we could get through this situation because it's not a good look for nobody. Nobody on the streets, nobody on the front line, nobody anywhere. I hear that. I hear that. The most common question that's constantly asked and people tap in and want to know, did you lose anybody due to this COVID-19? Well, personally, you know, nobody from the family. I did have an aunt in Atlanta who had COVID-19. And to be honest with you, I didn't think she was make it. She was going to make it. And, you know, the blessings of God, you know, she pulled through. You know, she's um, now currently in rehab, trying to get back. Um, the, the sad situation is being here, you know, you build, this is like your secondary family. So in that regards, you know, I like to say rest in peace to Chrissy, who works in Peds. You know, we lost her. Um, a couple of people for engineering. You know, I, I just got a note on my phone. One of my officers, uh, Ezekiel over at um, Wakefield, he also passed away. So it's just a, t a sad time. I know everybody, you know, one thing is to get back to normal. You know, I just could preach to everybody, please, please stay home. Stay home. You know, I know the government want to open up these barber shops and beaches, man. Stay home, man. Stay home until we get this cure for this devastating and disastrous disease. Virus, excuse me. <coughs> I hear that. So, 
you saying that obviously no no barbershops, the bars and everything. What's your take on that? I, being that you you are who you are, mm-hmm. you like to play ball. Mm-hmm. You idolize uh, Le, Le, <coughs> excuse me, LeBron James. Uh, what's your take on that? Being that there's no sports for two months, you're not able to go and get a quick shape up or anything like that. Well, well, as you can see, I'm kind of like tightened up right now. <laughs> well, um, thank God, you know, my barber did come through. It actually provided a service for Montefiore officers. Um, he actually cut uh, people here, you know, for a little fee, which was great. I mean, I me mean, being a sports head, like just like yourself, it's like a double whammy, you know. Not only that we life shut down, sports in general just shut down. And it's like it's it's really literally nothing to do. You know what I mean? I've been in my apartment, you know, back and forth at home. I actually rearranged my furniture seven times just by being there because I've been there too much. You that. know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing else to do. I, I I just I saw a picture that I had in my house. I didn't even know I had the picture in my house. So <laughs> I had to do a couple things like that. But at the end of the day, um at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, I hope everything get well, you know, I hope things is fixed, but um, I just want everybody to pull together and we all get through this. You know, all this is happening, taking on with the past two months and a half, there's a, nothing but negativity has been taking place. Uh, I know that there's been some positive upsides of, of this, you know, us working in the hospital, there's been numerous people handing down donations, sending us food. Um, you being in charge of that, like, what's your what's your aspect on that? Is there any word for those people that sat there and donated to us? Yeah, I like to, you know, say thanks to all the food services donating stuff to the Montefiore Hospital. Um, Adidas just came through recently and donated some sneakers to I think it was MICU and gave you know sneakers to the officers and you know some of the uh, NYPD detail that was on you know front line. I mean, whatever you could do, I mean, I'm not personally asking for nobody to come through stuff, but what you could do to help anybody in need, any family going through the COVID-19, any mother, father, grandmother that was lost, if you could help donate to them any kind of way, it would be appreciated. I mean, this is a time of giving, you know? Ain't nobody should be asked. This is a time for giving everybody worldwide, every nationality to pull together, stick together, because this is tough. It's tough on everybody. It's tough on little kids, losing their mothers and fathers. So I'm just hoping everybody out there praying and hopefully we sit together and stay home and maybe we could beat this. Amen. Amen to that. Hey, before we sit there and close it out, I got one question, man. Mm-hmm. We introduced you as Lee Slick Williams. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What's the actual definition, <laughs> or what's why? What's that name? What's that name about Slick, man? Well, I'm, I'm well, worried right now. Well, well, well Slick came about on one of the officer Denson. In his mind, he felt, you know, he always asked me like, "How you get that, or, or, or what you do to get that?" He'd be like, "Yo, you Slick." He kept calling me Slick. You know, the name Slick is good and it's bad. I mean, for example. And I was driving one time, coming home, got pulled over by the cops. You know, I'm a black man, get pulled over by the cops. You know, I'm already scared. So, you know, I just got up. I I just took my seatbelt off early. He said I was speeding. So I'm giving him all the, you know, I know crews from Yankee Stadium. I know this cop. I know this cop. So he was just about to give me a break. And to one of the homies on the block, and he said, yo, Slick, what's up, man? You all right? Everything's good? <laughs> so then the cops say, all right, give me a minute. Let me go to the car, check this out. And he came back with two tickets and said, thanks a lot, Slick, and then bounced on me, man. And wow, <laughs> left him right there, man. Wow. So it has the disadvantages and advantages, but, you know, it is what it is, though. Yo, so uh, there you have it, NYC. It's uh, your boy, Bitty Bassett. Tapping in is my sergeant, Lee Williams. Uh-huh. Lee, yes, is there anything sir. else you have to say? Any shout-outs that you want to give before we close out? I, I mean, we all give, always give shout-outs to doctors and nurses, but I want to take this time to... 
you know, give a shout out to not only the security staff, you know, the Rodriguez's of the world, the Hector Cruz's of the world, everybody on 8 to 4, 4 to 12. A shout out to the registration, the cleaners, everybody who feel who been through the pandemic. And I'm not talking about the people that work from home. Y'all some lucky people, but I'm talking about the people that actually work through this whole pandemic, coming to work every day, doing what they got to do to find somebody to babysit them kids. Because I know it was a hard, hard situation on everything. So I just want to say, you know, thanks and God bless you all. And like I said, once again, stay home and, you know, say your praise and we can stick together and we could probably beat this. Amen. Amen. Well, there you have it, New York. It's your boy, the Bitty Bassett. Coming to you live, just spoke with my man Lee Williams, who's mm -hmm. a supervisor here at Montefiore Hospital. Before we close out, I just want to say my prayers and send my condolences to those who actually lost their lives due to this pandemic. Especially uh, pediatric receptionist, Miss Christine Hunt. May she rest in peace. She took, as when, I first, when I first started back in 2013, that was the first lady I was introduced uh, training in the front of pediatrics emergency room, and she took me as if I was her own son. Mm -hmm. So I repeat to Miss uh, Hunt. Also, we just got word not too long ago, about 10 minutes ago, we just lost our fallen officer who worked over at 233rd, 4 to 12, Mr. Ezekiel Correa. He also worked with us back in Yankee Stadium. He's a part of the Yankee family. And RIP also to Einstein office, fallen officer who worked for 4 to 12, um, Officer Knuckles. Man, may you all guys rest in peace. And, you know, you guys are sleeping right now. No pain. No, you know, no stress. And uh, much love, New York. I'll speak to you guys soon. Bless up. Bless up. See you later, New York.